Hello, everybody, and welcome to the penultimate episode of the semester of Chips and Pop. I'm Luke. And I am Jess. And thank you all for tuning in. Jess, it's almost turkey season. Turkey, turkey. Mm -hmm. Do you have any traditions? Traditions is, uh, you know, you go home and you eat a lot of food. That That's the traditions. That's it? Yeah. I mean, nothing like too specific, but of course you have to get the turkey, the mm. stuffing, all that kind of, you know, you know, all that food, you get real full and then you take like a five hour nap afterwards. <laughs> Do you watch like the football games and like take a nap after too? Yeah. The football games are definitely there, although I usually fall asleep during those. <laughs> that's kind of like, okay, we're, we're, you ate the turkey and there's like football on and it, it's dark at like five. And that's why that's that helps when the lighting is really getting to that part where your brain wants to fall asleep. Yep. Especially because it's darker out. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite like Thanksgiving dish? Uh, my favorite dish is probably oh, mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. I, I really like a good starch. <laughs> yeah. But um, sweet potatoes, too. Anything that's kind of like sweet and really like you know, clogs the arteries yep, is something yep. that I really enjoy. I think a really underrated one, maybe not the best one, but an underrated one could be like mac and cheese. Throw oh, some, yeah. throw some like hard breadcrumbs on there. Mm. Although if I've, there, there are some people that I know that don't like the breadcrumbs on the mac and cheese. I, I am one of those people that gets a little bit of a strange texture issue, but it has mm -hmm. to be like a gourmet mac and cheese. I it's got to be a really, really good mac and cheese. Gotcha. But are you the type of person who puts like chicken in their mac and cheese too? I've never, I've never really considered chicken and mac and cheese. I should though. No. I like, I like the chicken and like other pastas and other like mm -hmm. noodles and stuff. So why not mac and cheese? That that sounds pretty good actually. At the uh, friendsgiving event, they had mm -hmm. a food truck and they had gotcha. that like buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Me and my friend were hunting to try and get there, and then by the time we got in line, they were all out. Ah. Uh -huh. Yeah, with the the Friendsgiving event, I actually helped uh, tear down as part of working for university events here. But it seemed like it, even at the end of the event, there was still a lot of people there. There was a really good turnout for yeah, that event. Yeah, I was literally walking to like go to a class, and I did not. I was not even planning on like stopping anywhere near that. I was going to get coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and then when I started walking, I heard music, and then there was like a light snowfall coming through because it was just freezing enough. And then I was like, this feels like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped and then everyone was like, do you want this? And they're handing me stuff. And I was like, oh, this is like an event. And everything was like free. Yeah. I was just like waiting part. in line for really good food. Yeah. It was like, I think the event ended at four and I don't think it was fully cleared out until like five o'clock. That's yeah. how that's... I, I stole one of those little warmer things, the little propane heaters. Yes. I was standing underneath <laughs> one of those for a while. But Yeah. They had a lot of good stuff. And after the event, if you were uh, so inclined, they had a bunch of like, I know they had like the Mountain Dew melon and they had like Orange Crush and they had waters too. And those were all up for, they, they were all up for free grabs essentially. Wait, what? Yeah. Mountain Dew? Yeah. They had, like there's a, there's a watermelon flavor of Mountain Dew now called Major Melon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a, it tastes like a Jolly Rancher essentially in liquid form. The, it's almost obnoxiously flavored. It's Whoa. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of flavor, but they had a bunch of like soda, and they had bottles of water too. They had Aquafina. Uh, my friend, oh, Aquafina. Yeah. My <laughs> friend bought gingerbread Mountain Dew, I think. 
I've, I saw that. I saw that's a new one. I've, I'm too afraid. <laughs> it I, was quite a flavor. I will say that. I That flavor strikes fear into my heart, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. I see it at the store, and I'm just like, nope, I just I just keep going. I think he ended up, like, hating it and, like, giving it away to people. I'm usually very lenient with, like, Mountain Dew. Like, I'm usually like, oh, I'll try, like, whatever. I'll tr- mm. If you want to, they'll throw, like, 50 flavors in one, like, witch's concoction. Like, sure, I'll take a drink of that. Gingerbread snapped or whatever. Yeah, that's what it's called. Gingerbread snapped. No, thank you. Oh, I'm wow. fine. Speaking of snapped, you know who's, who's snapping off on social media right now, Jess? Who? Pete Davidson. Oh. Pete Davidson. I saw a little bit about this, and I thought it was a joke at first. It, it seems like a joke. It seems like a cruel, like, April Fool's joke, doesn't it? Yeah. Pete I didn't Davidson. think that they were, that Kim was serious about being separated. Yeah. Um, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are dating, I, I guess. And this was all started, like, a couple weeks ago when there was a picture of them, like, on a, on a roller coaster, like, holding hands and having fun. And that was like TMZ they got like some photographs. They didn't even publicly announce it. No, it, well, no, they didn't publicly announce it. They they just kind of like caught him hanging out and having a good time. So that Whoa. that's what kind of set all this off. Pete Davidson has he's had his. Uh, I remember last year he was going out with Ariana Grande, which caught everybody mm-hmm. by surprise. Which gr- caused quite a wonderful album, if I do say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I'm just now getting into like celebrity gossip and stuff i'm mm-hmm. still one of those people that like not necessarily boycotts but like doesn't pay attention to the kardashians yeah i i don't either usually but this seems i like the bizarre when it comes to like celebrities and stuff like yeah. that. Like this story and anything that pete davidson does really because he's on snl and everything snl does is either like funny or it's weirdly not funny yeah i watched snl um when taylor's version came out mm-hmm. taylor's version of red and it was I haven't watched SNL in so long. Yeah. My friend's family watches it constantly, and I think she tries to tune in as much as she can while she's at college, but yeah, it was my first time, like, fully sitting through an episode. Did you think it was good? Because I, I, I know a lot of it can be hit or miss. I, I think I was just new to that type of, like, humor. I see. And obviously, like, the skit style, because I'm mm-hmm. not a person that has comedy in that form. I usually just watch, like, stand-up. Um... So to have it be, like, live and have it be very, like, skit and very, like, edited with costumes and hair and makeup and all, I was just kind of like, this is, this is unique. I kind of get it, but I'm like, I don't think I would watch again. My, I have two theories about Pete Davidson and how he manages to, like, land every big name celebrity in his, in the record book, essentially. One of them, I cannot say on the air. I cannot even insinuate it on the air, one of them. The other one. He has like anime protagonist mind control powers it, to me. <laughs> I think I think it's the tattoos. <laughs> it I think is that, the tattoos. I think it's the tattoos. And also yeah. I heard that he's getting them removed because really? he wants to have different movie roles. Okay. And so that's going to make him like more marketable. Yeah. Okay. More mark. Well, if Pete Davidson does make himself more marketable for movies by getting rid of the tattoos. I don't think dating Kim Kardashian is the correct way to go well, about hey, that, but If he if he becomes more relatable, maybe Pete Davidson is in one of the upcoming movies that we will showcase here on Chips and Pop. Maybe. Maybe. So if you're interested to see if that is, stick around for a couple minutes. We have movies right here on Chips and Pop. Hello, Seraphine here with your movie segment for the week. Our first movie is Ghostbusters Afterlife. There hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. New York in the 80s? It's like The Walking Dead. Your dad never mentioned this to you? 
It's just my mom. After 30 ghostless years in Somerville, Oklahoma, the town is struck by daily earthquakes. The cause? Paranormal. It is up to the local teens to discover how to halt the ghost invasion while also discovering more about the town and their own past. The film is available in theaters. Next is Come On, Come On. There will be so much for you to learn and so much for you to feel. Sadness, joy, disappointment, and wonder. Starring Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny, a radio journalist who interviews children about their view on the world, Come On, Come On reflects on humanity and how time impacts our lives. Johnny's nephew Jesse joins him on the journey and provides valuable insight into his project. The film is currently in theaters. From tabletop game to the big screen, Alpha Rift tells a tale of fantasy. Our four magic helmets with the power to open the rift between our world and purgatory. The Alpha Rift. It's a simple fairy tale. Normal boy Nolan doesn't believe in fairy tales. That is, until he discovers he's part of a lineage of guardians who keep the rift between the living and the dead protected. It is up to him to decide how far he's willing to go to fulfill his destiny. The film is available for purchase online. India's Sweets and Spices is a tale of romance, drama, and unearthing family secrets. My mom, queen of Ruby Hill. Aunties, all they do is sit around and gossip. You too. When should we start our wedding shopping, eh? Ah, that's so annoying. Alia is looking for love while trying to maneuver around the complicated wishes of her mother and other family members. It isn't until she stumbles upon a boy at the local grocery store that she finds someone from her mother's past. She learns that her mother might not be the person that she tries to make others believe she is. The film can currently be found in select theaters. Finally, King Richard. It takes families with unlimited financial resources. It's like asking somebody to believe that you got the next two Mozart in your house. Venus and Serena gonna shake up this world. This biopic dives into the story of Richard Williams, father of famous tennis players Vanessa and Serena Williams. It follows how Richard supported the girls in their journey from childhood to the world's biggest tennis courts. The film stars Will Smith as Richard Williams and is currently playing in theaters. That's all for today. I'll see you in two weeks for your final movie update of 2021. Have an excellent Thanksgiving and now back to Jess and Luke. All right, thank you very much, Seraphine. No Pete Davidson, but still got a pretty good lineup of movies. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any movies lately? Uh, I actually went and watched uh, The Eternals, the new uh, Marvel flick that's out. Ooh. I know you haven't seen it, but I have it's not. fine. I it's... would appreciate no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers, <laughs> although I will say I, I was a little disappointed when I walked out of theaters. That's really? That's all I'll dive into. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Can I, can I ask if you're, I think I might have asked this before, but are you typically a Marvel fan? I usually do tend to enjoy what they put out. Mm. Like I really, I think Infinity War is probably my favorite Marvel movie out of all the bunch, but mm-hmm. everything else I usually end up at least liking a little bit. This yeah. one, eh, eh. Yeah. it's fine. Have you seen any good movies lately, Jess? No, I haven't. I've just been finishing up like a lot of series on Netflix lately. Gotcha. That's pretty much been it. Because I, I I can't like go to the theaters because <laughs> of school. Yeah. So I've just been watching what little that I have on Netflix. I finished uh, Bridgerton. Gotcha. Which I know I'm very late to the game, mm-hmm. but it was a good series. I liked it. 
Yeah, I, I'm interested about the new Ghostbusters. There's a lot of buzz around it, especially because of the last time they yeah. rebooted the Ghostbusters series. I saw, I think, a trailer way back when it like first got released in the theaters, like pre pre show trailers, <laughs> and uh, it just. I don't know. I, I love seeing, you know, the jumpsuits and the classic, you know, ghosts and everything. And the cast is going to be interesting, too. Yeah, Ghostbusters is one of those franchises that I feel like you could just kind of make a bunch of them. And it doesn't matter. Like, you can kind of just make, oh, mm. yeah, these cast of characters are now Ghostbusters. Which is it's, it's not a bad thing. I know some sometimes people will take that as like, oh, that means it's like cheap and stuff like that. But I think it could be reusable. I think that it's... I have I have a deep love for like remade things. Gotcha. I just love the resurrection of things oftentimes because it's like you could have finished it and it's like no you kept going. And I, yeah. I, it either results in something that's very good and memorable or it's something that is hilarious to witness. That's true because <laughs> then it, like all the diehard fans of that like of that um of that brand are like re- are really mad and it's kind of fun to watch people throw mm. a fit on social media. Yeah. One of the things that, like, this is so off topic, mm-hmm. I, this is just my own personal love, is the yeah. Tron series. I'm a big, I love sci-fi and stuff, so, like, the one from the 80s, it's like, yeah, it's great. And then when you watch it get remade in um, Tron Legacy, it was, like, mind-blowing, because then you have all the different computer animations and all the stuff that they missed on in the first one, and it's a continuation, and that's one of the movies that... You know, people argue back and forth. I it has a very special place in my heart. So it's like when you when it's done right, it's done very right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not much of a Tron. I've never really got into Tron, but I do like the aesthetic of it. I you really do, do kind of like the synthy kind of colors colors popping at you kind of thing about Tron. And I think with remakes, if it is done right, like you said, I think it does do a really good job of like rekindling what people loved about that series and bring mm-hmm. it and maybe like modernizing it a little bit, but also calling back to what made you fall in love with the series in the first place. Yeah. Like, even... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I didn't think about mentioning this before. Is like, the, the Star Wars. Yeah. Having the the trilogy, the new trilogy, how, mm-hmm. it, how it... How the people who grew up with it as kids got to have it to show to their kids. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things that's like, oh, you might hate, you know, this actor in this or this portrayal of that or, oh, they messed up this person's character arc or something on the way there but it's like to have something to show to like a new generation is is just something that's so cool and even though people can criticize star wars i i think that just having something new to show to a to a new generation is something that is very cool and should be honored yeah whether like whether you like it or not this generation does have a star wars that yeah, they ha- that they have, we have what- something that we can recognize as our generation star wars mm-hmm. i'm also inter- interested in about the uh, the king richard movie about serena and venus's venus williams uh father because i know nothing about him yeah absolutely nothing i think that's going to be a really really unique story and I, I think I might actually go to theaters for that one. Yeah, especially because Will Smith is playing the main character. And Will Smith sometimes... If, if Will Smith is on, then Will Smith is one of the best actors in Hollywood when he's on. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, he's not always in the best movies. Sometimes you can kind of tell that, yeah, this wasn't scripted the best. The direction... <laughs> he's not put in a good direction. But when he's on and when he's firing, Will Smith is a joy to watch. Did I, mm-hmm. I, did I just hear something in the studio? We have ghosts in here. Got ghosts. I think, we, I think I might have ghosts in my head. I think you know who to call. <laughs> the the new kid Ghostbusters. Yep. <laughs> yeah. See, it all comes back. It all yep. comes back to the remakes. There's some Stranger Things cast in the Ghostbusters, I think. 
I think a couple of the I, characters. I think I had I, that was one of the things that I referenced is like the cast is going to be interesting to see, but I'm also interested to hear the soundtrack. Yeah, because I'm one of those persons that loves uh, movie soundtracks. Especially well, especially with Ghostbusters because they have the classic Ghostbusters mm-hmm. song. I wonder if they're going to remake it. I wonder. Well, maybe the remake will be one of the the featured music hits in our in our music segment coming up for next. Jess. just maybe, just maybe. Maybe. So here's some music on Chips and Pop. Thanks, Jess and Luke. I'm Michael, bringing you everything you need for music. Some are beginning to refer to Taylor Swift as the queen of stream. Small wonder, as she is continuously setting and resetting records on Spotify and other music platforms. Spotify says Taylor broke two records Friday when Taylor's version of Red came out. One of those records is No Small Feat, the title of most streamed album in a day by a female artist in Spotify history, with over 90.8 million streams in just one day. Swift was the previous record holder with her acclaimed 2020 release, Folklore. The other record Swift broke was one for the most streamed female in a single day in Spotify history. She claims that crown after over 122 million streamed her work. Adele reigns supreme at the top of the Billboard charts with her hit single, Easy On Me. Debuting almost a month ago, the single met expectations and reached the top of the charts. Expect the single to remain atop the charts as Adele's new album, 30, is slated to release November 19th. If there is one artist to break Taylor Swift's records on Spotify, it may just very well be Adele when her new release hits. Adele has more of an international outreach, and her return to the scene has been highly anticipated for quite some time. The public buildup, culminating in the globally syndicated Oprah interview, certainly can't hurt Miss Adkins. Expect Adele to be back on top. Be sure to tune in next week for my year-end top 10 favorite songs, along with my pick for the artist I believe had the biggest 2021. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael France, sending you back to your hosts, Jess and Luke. This is Chips and Pop. Michael, thank you very, very much for that music segment. Lovely music segment today, Jess. I was very pleased to hear the results of Taylor's version of Red. Yes. Uh, I had a wonderful listening experience i stayed up way too late listening to it with my best friend and cried at a couple songs yeah all all of the streaming numbers are can be can be broken now because yeah. of this album I, all of them i'm i'm very proud to hear that i'm very happy to hear that and uh with adele coming in i my one wish is that we don't put them against each other just appreciate them both for what they are I've never understood that when, like, it, it, like whether it's in music or in sports, when there's two great entities doing something great, you always have to like compare them, and this one has to be better than the other one, and now yeah. then it creates a whole war. Can we just ap- appreciate greatness mm-hmm. while it's here? Enjoy it. Love some good, some good healthy competition. Yeah. It's good to hear, you know, the numbers come out, but I think that just the listening experience for both of them as a whole is entirely different. Like, obviously, they're both, you know, about relationships and, you know, even, you know, breakups, you could call it that. But I think that sound-wise, they're both so different. They're, I feel like they're both at two completely different times in their lives, both when Taylor originally wrote Red and now where she's, you know, when she redid Red. But uh, having music from Adele is amazing, too. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, like, squash, like, healthy debate. Like, if you want to get on Twitter and, like, stump for, oh, I think Taylor's better or Adele's better, that's fine. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying maybe not, like, don't be irrational about it. <laughs> Let's not form, like, legitimate hatred and and uh, sour grapes over music mm-hmm. artists that we'll never meet. Yep. You know? <laughs> but I, 
I'm so excited to listen to the rest of Adele's album. I only got to listen to a part of it. I said I'd listen to it with my best friend. Mm -hmm. So I'm holding myself off. But I did listen to uh, To Be Loved. And uh, there was a couple others. I just can't think of the names because I haven't really familiarized myself with the album yet. But I think it's going to be a, a very replayed album on my Spotify. I've said it before and i said it again. Adele can make a, an, a song called, like, My Morning Routine and Shopping List. Yep. And it would sound amazing. It it's would sound that, great. that timeless sound. You know, Kim Kardashian, back to this thing. <laughs> Kanye West, legendary music producer and rapper, or obviously famous music artist, does that mean we're going to get a music career from Pete Davidson? Is that next? Oh, boy. Do you? Do you I, I think it's it, it's possible. I don't think I'm one to be predicting this. <laughs> I don't think I, I would be betting money <laughs> at all. Well, yeah, I'm not betting money. I'm only betting my pride, which is worthless. <laughs> so, um, he does do like music stuff yes. on SNL, but I, <laughs> I, I think I think Pete Davidson and Kanye West are going to be pretty 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 close in comparison in the next. Oh yeah, they're uh, going to be years. top in the charts. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited. I know that uh, some people might be talking about it already, but the Spotify Wrapped season is approaching mm -hmm. i'm a little terrified to see what i've been listening yeah. to this year um there's been jokes about when uh bo burnham's inside came out oh my goodness yeah. everyone's spotify is gonna be messed up because uh -huh. those songs were just so darn catchy yeah bo burnham's gonna destroy everyone's spotify yep. rap this year <laughs> and it's crazy these like spotify wrapped and all these other algorithms they they almost know us more than we know ourselves and it's really scary when they show us that they know more about that us than scary. we do i didn't think about that <laughs> yeah because we'll be like oh i didn't know i listened to this or this kind of music for this mm -hmm. long and then it's like well you did and we know that you did and you didn't even know that mm -hmm. and it's, it's always like oh no i feel like it's gonna be a moment where i'm gonna get like some random artist that like i listened to like for a week straight that got like really obsessed with and then like didn't listen to them again or something mm -hmm. or like there'll be like a week where it's like i'm gonna listen to meditation music ah, I see. <laughs> or like spa sounds and it's gonna show up on my spotify rap and be like <laughs> what was this and i'll be like i don't know can i see what albums i listen to and it'll be like meditation 101 <laughs> and i'll be like no <laughs> Well, if you're stuck in your house and you wanna you wanna do some like meditation 101, and after you're done with meditation 101, you wanna know, you wonder what can I do outside of my house but not too far away. After I'm done meditating and clearing my mind, of course. Well, we have the answer for you. Local lifestyle segment here on Chips and Pop. Sammy Boy here with your local lifestyle news for the week. Native American Heritage Month continues with more exciting events from the Native American Programs Office. This week's Indigenous Movie Mondays will showcase Sisters Rising, a film focusing on stories from influential women who refuse to let a pattern of violence continue within their communities. The film can be seen at 4pm in the Bovee University Center Auditorium, Room 302. From now until January 5th, the Barber Groom Gallery in Charles V. Park Library will be hosting an exhibition in honor of Native American Heritage Month. The exhibit features a collection of 26 Katsina dolls made by Hopi artists. These dolls have been traditionally used to teach lessons to Hopi children through the stories and spirits which they are carved to represent. This year marks the 10th anniversary of their first appearance at CMU. There's an after-hours improv show tonight at 7pm in Pierce Hall, room 128. The event will feature student improvisers and will be a send-off to the December graduates in the group. There will be an open mic night this evening from 8 
8 to 10 p.m. at Wesley Church on the corner of Washington and Preston. The open mic is hosted by the American Choral Directors Association and the Alpha Psi Omega Theater Fraternity. The event hopes to host student musicians, poets, comedians, and more. Tomorrow, Saturday, November 12th, the CMU women's basketball team will take on the University of Michigan. Our sports team will be covering the game live starting at 1 p.m. To listen, tune in to the Mountain 91.5 or stream through our website, WMHW.org. That's all for your local lifestyle news for today. Tune in in two weeks for the last local events update of 2021. Now back to Jess and Luke. Thank you very much, Sam. Local lifestyle improv show tonight. That sounds fun. I've never been to one. I've been to a few, and they're usually very good, I will say. I usually end up laughing a little more than I expect to, to be honest. <laughs> My only worry is there audience participation? Um, there is, but not as not in the way you're probably thinking. Okay. They're usually like, oh, say like a location or something like that, and they'll just pick a random one from the crowd. Oh, That's okay. usually the most involvement it gets. I know there's there's been a couple where like you kind of go into the front of the stage and essentially do nothing, but you're just kind of there. <laughs> so maybe that one might not be quite your speed but most of it's just like oh give me a topic and then you just yell it out if you want to i i'm one of those people that's like that i want to get more involved when events happen Mm -hmm. like i obviously i have to be involved (laughs) for a lot of things that i'm a part of but like there's a certain level of embarrassment that comes from like going to a college event by yourself yeah oh i hate going like by myself no that's oh that's scary yeah, it's and then I have to like try and like, you try and get your friends. You're like, hey, do you want to do this event? And they're like, well, no. And, <laughs> and then, you're like, like no. oh, <laughs> you don't go <laughs> or something yeah. when you like missed out on it. Yeah, I learned that one of the saddest things to do, kind of off topic, one of the saddest things to ever do is to go on a roller coaster like by yourself. Oh. Because, yeah, I learned that at a very, very young age. It's like, oh, I should probably like get somebody to come with me on a roller coaster. Now I have yeah. to ask, are you like a fan of Cedar Point? I, I love roller coasters and Cedar Point and stuff like that. Like it, like even like a state fair I'll go to and just ride on stuff like that. I used to have a very big fear of heights. Mm-hmm. And then I think I just got a fear of like falling. Yeah, the... <laughs> but I used to go on Cedar Point trips and I was always the one holding stuff. I see. I went on the big old Ferris wheel and had quite an experience. <laughs> it yeah. was... Uh, are people afraid of heights or are they afraid of falling and hitting the ground? I think that's the part they're more afraid of than the height. I, Just my opinion. Maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. especially, this is a call out to Cedar Point now. Oh, okay. Because why is there no latch on the door? <laughs> I still, I'm. St- this is such an ingrained memory. This was in, oh my gosh, like seventh grade. But I was, I'll blame partially is because I was in a group with a bunch of choir kids, like band kids. I see. (laughs) Of course, some like just have no fear. (laughs) They have no fear of death. (laughs) They're just like, we play an instrument, we want to die. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like, they're like, oh, did you look over here? The door just opens. And I'm like, put it back. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say something, but I completely forgot. It like, uh, everything left my head. No thought? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say back to local lifestyle and what stuff you can do here. There are events that campus does pretty regularly that you can go to and have a good time at. Like, there was just Friendsgiving again. Like, mm-hmm. they just had. You'll probably I had, I had to bring a friend yeah, to bring a friend. to go. Yeah, bring a friend. Yeah, not only you show up, bring a friend so that more people can go to more events. I should make, like, I wish I could make an app 
for the Central Michigan mm-hmm. and then be like, do you want to go to this event? Here's a bunch of people who also want to go but don't yeah. want to go alone. I see. Oh, like, it's like uh, it's kind of like a like Facebook invites, but kind of different. Yeah, but it's I don't I don't want it to be like a like a dating thing. It's like mm-hmm. we could go and then like oh I'll meet a new person and then like go to this event and we don't ever have to talk again. Yeah, we just have to act like friends while we're going. <laughs> yeah, just somebody that you can kind of like acquaintance yourself with yeah. just so you're not like the only one there because mm-hmm. i've been there when i'm like the only person that i know in a big group and you're just kind of like oh i'm gonna be a wallflower for like a couple hours and leave yeah yeah that's what... <laughs> it's like if you run into someone that you do know there but they're there with someone else that's almost even worse yeah. because now it's like oh wait oh, i'm not really i'm gonna be i went out in this uh in this group yeah. here so i'll just that's that's kind of too sad of a note yeah. to leave off on. But no, or, that's what I'm yeah. saying is the app would be great. Yeah, the because app then would you'd be great. like, oh, this is my friend John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've known him for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be that. That's my solution. Problem yeah. and then a solution. Yeah. So if you're upset because none of your friends want to go to a CMU event with you that you really want to go to, just know that there's someone out there. Her name is Jess with an idea for an <laughs> app that you can meet your new friend John. That you'll meet for five minutes and then never talk to you ever again, and that's comforting. Yep. You can go. You can go to sleep and uh, that night and say to yourself, "That was not a complete waste of my time because I acquainted myself with my friend John." I think it's a million dollar idea. Yeah, million dollar idea, and I think that's a million dollar way to end the show. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Chips and Pop. We'll see you on the next episode. Haha, <laughs> because that's the music in the background. <laughs> I'm Luke. And I am Jess. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.